Good morning and welcome to AC23, the podcast of the Arts Council of Greater Baton Rouge, whose mission is to promote cultural growth, economic development, and educational enhancement through the arts in in and around the 11 parish region we serve. Joining me this morning is Christian Vijay. Vijay, yes. Vijay, founder and director of the Greater Baton Rouge Children's Choir. Welcome, Christian. Thank you. So nice to be here this morning. So tell me, this is a whole new venture. So tell me about the Children's Choir. How did it get started? Yes, it's very exciting. Um, It was really born out of a vision, as you just read, um, you know, to provide artistic and character development for these next generation, the children of our community, but in a safe environment um, in our capital and surrounding area communities. Um, And it really started with the desire to um, nurture and to develop, you know, children who share a love for music. Okay. So, um, what, where did the inspiration come to you for you to, I mean, that's a great lofty thing you want to do, but why you? What made you want to tackle this? (laughs) Um, A whole culmination of things in my life, personally and professionally, I would say really led up to the desire to start this, as well as a great need in the community um, to have something in this sector for the next generation, the children, to just be able to develop their artistic abilities in in a wholesome environment where they can learn music education and also, you know, some character skills. Um, Personally, um, my wife, Karen, and I, we have a son, Isaiah Charles, and we're welcoming Eleanor Ruth in January to our family. Congratulations. Thank you. God is so good to us. We're so blessed. Um, We're very excited, but we are looking to the future for our immediate household, too, our children. You know, I'm a product of a program such as this, and so where will our children, you know, be able to participate in music education and and to give in the community back to their talents and their gifts? So it's from us personally, but also it's the project really stems from um, my deep personal conviction and belief that music has the ability to transform lives and build such strong communities um, and just has the unique ability to connect and unify people uh, together. And so we want to make a space for children to experience the joy of music um, while unifying our community. So. Okay. So um, you mentioned that you were, you were part of a program like this. So tell us a little bit about that and where. And where. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, which that would be another source of inspiration, you could say. Um, like I said, in my personal experiences that led to this venture, you know, coming into the community. So, you know, whenever I was a kid, um, personally, my parents, they're just phenomenal supports for everything that I've ever wanted to do. They were parents who were like, you're going to just try anything and everything you ask to do. I was very, you know, fortunate to be afforded Mm -hmm. so many different opportunities. And so, you know, being good parents, they said, what do you want to be when you grow up? (laughs) And the infamous question, and I I used to always say, when I get older, I want to be an orchestra conductor, which... Not a lot of children say. <laughs> that's that's not the, that's not the fireman or the policeman or that you normally right. get. <laughs> right? Are not your average like? Oh, I want to be a doctor or a teacher. Yeah. You know. And so, uh, being good parents, um, they put me into um, piano at the age of four, um, and it was actually um, Judy Causey's Music for Kids program. Um, and she's retired now, but um, it was group piano lessons. And I just kept telling them I wanted to be an orchestra conductor. I want to be an orchestra conductor. And so they're like, Well, let's start with piano. And, you know. 
though I did other things too, I always joke with friends and family in my, in my life that my parents had two A kids, athletic and artistic, and I am not the first. <laughs> so, uh, you know, sports, I did them as a child. I was, you know, exposed to all of them, but I was definitely the kid who was bored and played in the dirt. <laughs> but I was happy at the piano inside practicing and singing. And so um, I started taking piano. Um, and then, of course, I grew up in church my whole life. And in the age of church then, um, music was so huge in, um, in the church culture. You know, you had children's choir, youth choir, adult choir, senior adult mm-hmm. choir, handbell mm-hmm. choir, all the different ensembles. And so I grew up in a church with a really vibrant music department. And so I grew up watching Brother Marty Stone um, just conduct such a vibrant, you know, music department at our church. And so... Okay. I had him as the inspiration in church. And so I used to actually, as a kid, ask my parents if I could watch church on TV, mainly because I wanted to hear the music and see the choir. (laughs) Um, And so I took piano and then... I studied my whole life um, all the way until my senior year, classical piano. And um, along the way, uh, Barbara Walker with Livingston Parish Community Children's Choir, she's one of my musical mothers, as I call her. Um, She has a program like what we're starting. She's um, her and her mom, Dr. Regina Walker, who's passed. um, They started an incredible program, and I was in one of their very first apprentice choirs. And so I really got to experience singing in that kind of environment for the first time um, and be exposed to what good music education looks like um, and just the polishing of what a performance in excellence looks like as well. So I did that um, with Miss Barbara and that was a huge um, impact and imprint on my life musically and just the choral setting is something that I'm very passionate about. And so then I, like I said, took piano through my senior year of high school, did my senior recital and it was time to go to college. And of course, everyone says, well, what are you going to go study? You know, and everyone knows better than you what you should do. (laughs) And so, yeah. And so I said, uh, you know, I I don't want to do piano as my major because I don't want to be locked in a practice room. (laughs) So I actually did vocal performance and studied voice um, as a part of my music time. And then I went on to get my graduate degree in choral conducting at um, the New Orleans Baptist Theological Seminary. I had really awesome opportunities to study with some really great people, Dr. Fred Gilbert, Dr. Benji Harlan, Dr. Woodward, um, that just allowed me opportunities that I would have never been afforded, you know, if mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been a part of all these musical programs and ensembles. So it's it's been uh, quite a huge inspiration to me to be afforded so many opportunities. So Okay, so I'm taking I'm taking it since you mentioned Livingston Parish and going to school in New Orleans that you are from Louisiana. I am, yes. So tell me where exactly. Yeah, so I was born here in um, Baton Rouge and okay. I grew up in Dome Springs in the community of Dome Springs. I went to Dome Springs High School and uh, lived there since I was born. My parents still live there. Um, my wife is from Central, so the communities, of course, they overlap. So we always joke and we say, if I don't know them, then my wife probably knows them because <laughs> it's such a small community with the overlap. And then um, after we got married is when we moved out to the greater Baton Rouge area just through you know, a series of career opportunities and, and church attending and that kind of thing is what really led us to be out here in this area. Okay, so what church inspired you so as a child? So I grew up, like I said, in Dome Springs and First Baptist Church. Stone Springs is where um, I grew up. We were there all the time. Um, every single time if, the doors the door, were open. If the doors were open, you were there, huh? <laughs> that's right. That's right. The whole nine yards. Uh, Wednesday night supper, Bible drill, all the children's choir, youth choir, all the things. So, 
Okay. So um, now you have become this minister of music for First Baptist yeah. Church here. So tell how did how did that come about? Where, where, where did that call come from? Yeah. So um, serving as the uh, minister of music at First Baptist um, Baton Rouge is just a calling that really aligns with everything else that you know, my passion is for music, but also for my faith in God. It's really been an opportunity to use my uh, talents and to lead and inspire others through the gift of song and worship. Um, and next year, actually, First Baptist Baton Rouge, we're turning 150 years old, a wow. pillar in the community. Um, and we we were able to, um, because of um, the church's incredible, the, fam- the church family's incredible support, um, and how much they really prioritize and understand how much music can transform some transform someone's life and the impact that it can have on other people. This past month in August, we were able to do an incredible event called Gathered Voices. It was the inaugural Gathered Voices concert. We had 17 different churches, um, all different denominations um, represented at the concert, and about 150 participants total. Full orchestra, piano, organ, mass, choir, just come together um, and really shows the depiction of unity mm-hmm. um we call it gather voices because i feel as though all the different you know demographics and walks of life just coming together and uniting is just such a true depiction of heaven on earth so to speak yeah. you know um and so we're really fortunate to have such great musical opportunities there um at, at first baptist so we're very blessed to be a part of it and there's always a place for anyone at first baptist uh, we welcome everybody especially in the music department if you want to come and sing with us you'll be sure to have fun it's never dull <laughs> yeah. So you obviously have some music musical talents. So, but do the do your choir members need to have some music ability, or is this is this a learning process as well? Yeah, um, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, we really believe that every child has the potential to learn and grow in music. We are welcoming all children, regardless of their musical background experiences, and um, our team is really dedicated to meeting children where they're at. And helping them to develop their skills. So, okay. So, how do we find out about how to become a member of this choir? Yeah. So, um, we are. It's our you know inaugural semester. So, we have Facebook and Instagram. Um, you can find us at the Greater Baton Rouge Children's Choir Facebook page. Our Instagram handle is GBRCC Music. Um, on Instagram, you can find us. Uh, you can get more information um, on those platforms as well as um, reaching out to the number on the profile um, as, in the link as well. But there are no requirements other than um, you know a passion for music and a willingness to just learn. First grade and up is who we're welcoming. So okay, so. Um what do, what do, what do you want to do with this group? Where where are you just gonna? Are we gonna see them out performing around town? Yes, um, it's actually very crazy. Um, we're very very excited. Um, we've been really afforded just some incredible opportunities. Uh, we haven't even had our first parent meeting, our rehearsal um, yet, and we have some exciting opportunities that we've been extended our way. Um, we are going to be performing at the St. James Place um, in November, November 26th at 3.30. Uh, this will give the, the, the choristers a really good chance to, you know, learn what it's like to give back to the community, to encourage the elderly, especially right before Christmas time where often, you know, 
um, those who don't have family feel lonely. The holidays are great. We celebrate them, but, you know, yeah. sometimes they're hard for other people. And so um, we'll be doing that. And that's right before our inaugural Christmas concert, which will be um, December 7th at 6 p.m. at First Baptist. And then um, David Torrance, associate conductor of the Baton Rouge Symphony Orchestra, um, he and I know each other from seasons past. And uh, he reached out to me and asked if the children's choir would be willing to sing at the Home for the Holidays concert. Oh, wow. And to be a part of that experience. So we'll be doing that. And that's on December 9th. Um, but one of the most exciting events um, in our upcoming season is um, Cheryl DuPont from the New Orleans children's choir chorus she's been the conductor and founder for years um and i actually sang with her um choir when i was a child um she is performing and invited us to join her conducting at carnegie hall in spring and so we're very excited about that our choristers will be able to sing alongside the new england symphony orchestra um it's a really unique opportunity for our young singers to showcase their talent on a world-class stage um and like i said um cheryl is going to be conducting but she'll be conducting bob shilcott's composition of jazz songs of innocence and it's just such a unique opportunity um because like i said before because i was connected to something like this as a child some of these children may never get to experience these once-in-a-lifetime opportunities if they hadn't become a part of the Greater Baton Rouge Children's Choir. So we're really excited about it, but the unique programming of the Jazz Songs of Innocence is um, just this very captivating choral composition, um, which the acclaimed British composer Bob Shilcott uh, composed, and it's an inspirational um, story inspired by William Blake's poetry. And so his collection, um, Songs of Innocence, um, brings contemporary and jazzy twists to the timeless verses of William Blake's poetry. So it's a huge um, depiction uh, mirroring both like innocence and simplicity. Um, and the piece is really exploring the themes of childhood, imagination, innocence, which are all central to you know William Blake's original poetry. And of course, jazz is a huge part of Louisiana culture and our musical heritage here in the state yeah. so it's such an exciting culmination of different opportunities so we're really excited about all the ways that we'll be able to participate in the arts within the community and to teach the kids how to give back using their gifts and talents so okay. that sounds so exciting I can't imagine being you know eight nine ten years old and going to sing at Carnegie Hall that's, I know that's a pretty it's big... such an exciting opportunity that is amazing wow <laughs> so when you're not Doing music, right? what does Christian like to do? So, um, like I said at the beginning, um, my wife, Karen, and I, we have a son, Isaiah Charles, and we're welcoming Eleanor Ruth, our daughter, um, in January. So, we love to keep our toddler busy. Uh, We also have a dog, Dustin. We like to take him places and play with him, just spending together time as a family. Um, And then, of course, we love going to, you know, all the different performing arts events and performances within the community. We're huge art supporters in our household. I'm music, and my wife is theater. So (laughs) arts are huge, you know, to us. Uh, We both studied those in our undergrad. And so we're always, you know, doing something with the arts. But I also serve on Louisiana Children's Cabinet Advisory Board, um, the subcommittee Family Stability, um, where we really advocate for, you know, family stability within the home. What can we do to, you know, eliminate barriers for children as they, you know, are growing up? And we really are 
collaborating with other people and agencies to strategize and to form solutions that will help the family resilience. So we're always busy doing something, but all good things. So. <laughs> Sounds like it. Sounds like it. So I've always felt, and, and I've seen it, that music unites, yes. it heals. Yes. And with the way that the world is today and the things that children are exposed to, how, I mean, how, it's almost more important now to have things like this for kids than it was when you grew up and definitely when I grew up. Right. So talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, I would definitely agree. You know, times have changed. Um, the news is always with alerts. You know, it seems like everything in the news is breaking news. Um, it's always emergencies. And a lot of it is centered around the school system and children within our community, unfortunately, being affected by, you know, violence and crime. Um, and so that's why one of the things that we're hoping to achieve is to create a safe space for children, um, where these families can bring their children, they cannot just only learn about music and help them develop their character to become, you know, a contributing member of society mm -hmm. um, once they, you know, have gone through their adolescence, but also just to create this um, sanctuary space for them to feel safe, to have fun, and to be able to be in a place with their peers where, like we said before, that they may never get to experience outside of it. But you're correct. Music definitely transforms people's lives, and it's a, it's a source of joy and healing, um, but it also can bring some security and comfort in times of hardship. You know, I think about um, with COVID and people, you know, passing away from the pandemic, um, lots of hardships, but often at funerals, there's always music yeah. um, to comfort and to help heal those, those hardships and heartaches. So um, we're hoping that these children will not just experience the joy of music, but they'll be equipped for hardships in life um, because of the music and the skills that they'll be learning. Okay. So remind us again how people can find out about this and, and get their kids. It's not too late to sign up. It's not too late to sign up. We actually are beginning our semester today, um, and we will be um, taking registrations even after today. Um, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, GBRCC Music is the Instagram handle, and then the Facebook page to the Greater Baton Rouge Children's Choir. You can get information on how to register there. Uh, first grade and up, all are welcome. So. Okay, and... Um, what what days of practices? Just yeah, because if you like me, you know you gotta you gotta you live by that almighty calendar and what's going on when, where, and how. That's right, and it's always changing, so you better write it in pencil. <laughs> uh, we meet on Tuesday afternoons at four thirty to five forty five, so it's just an hour and a half once a week. Um, we meet right there at First Baptist Baton Rouge in downtown. So. Okay, so is there any cost involved to become a member of this? Yes, so um, children um, will pay $25 per session, um, and we do have financial aid and scholarship opportunities for those who are in need. We have some very generous sponsors who have been able to make this um, an incredible journey for all, to make it possible for all who are interested. Um, and we also offer sibling discounts. Okay. Well, Christian, thanks so much for coming and sharing this exciting news with yeah, us. Yeah, thank I, you so much for the opportunity. It's going to, I think, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to uh, catching your concerts this, yes. over the holidays. It sounds like it's going to be a busy time. It will be. It will be an exciting time. Christmas is a fun time, but it's a big time for music, too, yeah. so it'll be a great time. So, okay, before I go, tell me, what's, what is one of your favorite songs that you learned as a child? So, um, 
I believe that repetition is key when it comes to music education. And one of the pieces of music that has always stuck with me in all seasons of life is The Lord Bless and Keep You, um, arranged by John Rutter. And we actually will be um, having that as a part of um, the music history and the music education we'll be teaching. And the reason that it's so, such a beautiful piece of music, it's so applicable to all, all areas of life. And it's a reminder that it's going to be okay. You know, whatever's going on in life, it'll be okay and you'll get through this. And so um, it's just such a beautiful piece of music, but the Lord blessing keep you arranged by John Rutter. So okay. I think it would be applicable to any situation you ever found yourself in. Yes, absolutely it is. Okay, well, Christian, again, thanks so much for joining us. And we thank you for joining us this morning for AC23. You can catch replays on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Support for this programming comes from Shell, our generous donors and members, And to help us continue programming like this, please consider joining the Arts Council or becoming a donor. Information can be found on our website, artsbr.org. That's A-R-T-S-B-R dot org. Thank you.